This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Hey, listen, there's a lot of jazz standards out there and it can be pretty overwhelming. Which ones to learn? How often should you learn a new one? But what if we could take all that pressure away and instead you were only responsible for becoming an expert in just one jazz standard? What would that look like? How would that work? And how would that actually help you become a much better jazz player at all the other jazz standards out there as well, where I'm going to dive into that today. We're going to be talking about discovering your tune of destiny and how to utilize this strategy. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the LJS podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, He's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. We help musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve, no matter what instrument you play. We're well into the very first month of the new year of 2023. And if you haven't gotten started practicing, if you haven't gotten started working towards your jazz goals, please do not worry. And if you're feeling overwhelmed with all of it, you've got a busy life. Yeah, you want to practice a little bit, but you're scared that it's just going to become like another gym membership or it's going to become like this thing that you really wanted to do and it's just going to end up in a failure. Well, again, this episode is about lightening that load for you and giving you a little bit of a mindset shift. And again, we're talking about discovering your tune of destiny, the jazz standard that if you only had to be responsible for becoming an expert in one of them, this is the one that you're going to choose. Now, I absolutely cannot take credit for this concept called the tune of destiny. This first came about on this podcast when I first became aware of this. I had on as a guest my uh, my original jazz mentor, I would say, like the one who really led me down this path of becoming a professional jazz musician named Justin Nielsen. He's been on episode 100 of the podcast, and we also had him on episode 281 where he talked about this concept of the tune of destiny. I had never heard of this before. When I was studying with Justin, he wasn't like teaching this way. So this was a brand new thing to me. And I thought it was amazing. So here's Justin describing the tune of greatness. Track two is, I think, the most important one. Um, mm, okay. And I, I call it your tune of destiny. And it's the easiest one to do, too. I, I, it's, it's like if somebody could do, well, maybe besides keep a practice journal. But just I think I've seen this. I've seen this help more students start playing what they were like, music stuff that really sounded like jazz, you know, like, you, you know, in front of people, I've seen this happen faster through this technique and everything else. And it's the same concept, but it's like everything you look like, pick a tune of destiny 
Everybody do it right now. I always, I could, I often just assign autumn leaves to kids if, or, or to students if they don't, you know, if they don't know or they don't care. But if it's a, if it's a tune that you just really enjoy playing, I would say um, that you won't get tired of because you're going to work on it for at least a year. And every single concept you learn, no matter whether it's from my course or from another spot on Learn Jazz Standard, stuff that you transcribe, if you, if you just, you know, take 10 minutes on your tune of destiny, five minutes on your tune of destiny, in a regular on a regular basis, um, uh, uh, and and just everything you learn, or uh, be, be putting it into this this one tune, because uh, a tune is like a universe. Mm-hmm. It's so deceptive because you have a piece of paper with a melody and a few chords on it, and you don't know that that is like harder. I mean, that, that not hard. That that it's that it's it just represents just so much information that mm. could be you know brought into that so so you 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 take everything you learn you put it on this one tune and then what happens is your mind starts to connect all these concepts to each other because that's that that's the interesting thing about uh uh learning jazz is you like you learn this one little thing um and then you put that in your brain and then you learn another little thing and you put that in your brain. And at first it, it's like, well, why, you know, I get, that's probably one of the biggest questions I get from students. Well, why, why are you teaching me this? It's very hard to explain to them why, but at some point they just get it. But so using one tune makes it so that you, you start to make those connections much, much faster. And what I've learned is that once a student can make those connections on one tune, mm-hmm the work has been done and then they like, it's much easier for them to, to then start to make those connections almost naturally on all the other tunes they know once they've kind of broken through and maybe they've been practicing, um, uh, you know, uh, melodic lines, uh, um, and, uh, and they have their first experience playing over their tune of destiny where the solo they just played connected these concepts together somehow that just doing that makes it, it it that transfers to the other tunes you're you're learning so i think that's the most important one tune of destiny okay okay so the tune of destiny as told by justin nielsen the originator of this concept so what i love about the tune of destiny is that it's again narrowing the focus to one jazz standard as far as what i'm going to put a vast amount of my effort into, or at least what I'm going to be continuously refining. Because remember, there's a lot of jazz standards out there, but if we put the responsibility onto becoming an expert at one, then it's going to bleed into all the other ones, just like Justin was saying. And I think it's important that I talk a little bit about what the other tracks he was talking about because in this episode he talks about the three track system and this was his two tr- his is se- a second track which is the two to greatness so the first track was important chord progressions like two five ones and one six two fives and i'll get back to that in one second because i actually believe personally that we can start with the tune of destiny but the third track is also really important and basically it's the same concept as what he talked about on the tune of destiny except for that you take 10 tunes that you're learning, right? So 10 tunes, 
And you're basically applying all the same concepts and things you're learning over top of those 10 tunes, but you're, you're always coming back to the tune of greatness. Like the tune of greatness is, is the thing that no matter what you learn, the new things you learn, you must apply it back to the tune of greatness. So hopefully that makes sense. And uh, if you're one of our inner circle members, this is encouraging news because the main thing that we do in the inner circle is we learn a new jazz standard every single month. So in one year, you would learn 12 new jazz standards. And what we can do alongside that is find your tune of greatness and anything that you're learning along the way with those 12 jazz standards. So whether it be um, a line from an etude we're studying or a solo that you learn or um, just some, any aha, you, a solo that you compose that some, an aha moment came up, we always bring it, we can always bring it back to the tune of destiny. Okay. So that's exciting stuff. That's very exciting stuff. So now let me give my take here on picking your tune of destiny, because I think this is really important. So like I mentioned, Justin's track one was applying anything you learn. So for example, like applying if you learn, um, you know, drop two voicings, right, on top of a 2-5-1 chord progression, or, you know, this little sus-7 idea, right? Or you learn, you know, this fourthy comping thing, whatever. Or you learn a great bass line. Or you learn um, a really good lick, right? Any of those things. You want to make sure you're applying that to the most important chord progressions. Two, five, ones, one, six, two, five. So I think we can go straight to the tune of Destiny when we are smart about which one we pick. So Justin did mention one criteria for picking your tune of Destiny is a song that you really enjoy, like one that you can play for the long term, you're not gonna get too tired of it. So for me, I really like the tune My Shining Hour. So that's my shining hour. I love that song a lot. It kind of is a little bit timeless for me. So that's that's one right there, okay? But the other reason why for me, my shining hour is a good choice is because it contains a lot of the most important chord progressions in jazz. So it starts out with a one, six, two, five, one, okay? Very common chord progression in jazz. One, six, two, five, one. So I, getting good at playing a one, six, two, five, one is amazing. And even within that, that one, six, two, five, one is a two, five, one, which the two, five, one, the most important chord progression in all of jazz. Okay. Then it goes um, a two, five, one to a minor key, right? Right? So that's a two, five, one to C minor. By the way, that happens to be a two, five, one into a relative key, the relative minor. That's a very common concept that happens in jazz standards as well. Because it's it's an E flat. And then it goes to C minor, right? That happens a lot in jazz standards. So right away, now we have a two five one in a minor key. Okay, then 
Eventually, it goes to a 2-5-1. Remember, we talked about that being the most important chord progression in... What was that? All right, to A-flat major 7, which is the 4 chord, okay? That happens a lot in jazz as well, like... One chord is e, uh, e flat major seven, and then it goes two five to the four chord, right? Again, very common thing that happens in jazz harmony, but it's also the two five one. Then it turns that into a minor. It's like a two five, uh, E flat minor seven to D flat seven, and then three six two five one back to the top of the Asian A section. Another one in there, three six two five one. Another really important chord progression in jazz. So, not only do I like this song a lot, number two, it has a lot of important chord progressions in jazz. So, for example, if you were to say that Fee Five Ho Fun by Wayne Shorter you really like that song, it's a lot of fun for you to play, or let's say Inner Urge by Joe Henderson. Very difficult tune, by the way. Um, You love those tunes. Those aren't really great tunes to choose as your tune of destiny because they don't share common chord progressions in a vast majority of jazz standards, right? They have more modal harmony. They have more... um, eccentric types of harmony in jazz harmony okay so that those wouldn't be good choices but a song like my shining hour is a great choice now another good thing too is if the song that you are picking for your tune of destiny is one that you're already at least a little bit good at in other words and usually if you like the song and you like playing it it means that you don't suck at it or it's not overly challenging for you right so again, a tune like Fee Fi Fo Fum by Wayne Shorter, let's just pretend you really like that song. It's a very hard song to play. And so it's very likely that you're not that great at improvising over it. And if I'm wrong about that, please, I do apologize. Good for you. That's awesome. I used to play that song almost every single time I played a good a gig and I never felt like I played that song that improvised very well over that song. So anyways, that's just maybe that's just me projecting on you. So I apologize for that. However, you know, if you don't feel that good in the first place about playing over, it's probably not the greatest one, right? Because it maybe it's too much of a challenge. I think that a good balance is like right down the middle. It's like, hey, I'm I'm kind of good at this already in the sense that I can navigate it fine. But there's a lot to uncover. And for me, that is so true because, you know, the one, six, two, five. Right. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. So like, you know, the, the one, six, two, five chord progression. I've never felt like I'm really, really good at that progression, right? Right? I mean, I have some ideas. I have some things. I kind of find like I'm a little bit repetitive over them. And I don't know. I think it's the sixth chord that really trips me up. I wish I could be better at that. So for me, studying one, six, two, five, ones is a great idea, especially when I think about rhythm changes, like rhythm changes, it's one, six, two, five, one over and over and over again. Maybe that would also be a good tune of destiny for me, right? So, and sometimes, by the way, I'm tempted to say tune of greatness because that's originally how I thought of it in my head. And then I heard Justin, I listened back to the podcast episode. It's like, oh, he talked about it as the tune of destiny. So I like the, the, the name tune of destiny is better. Anyways, that's a side tangent. 
So those are kind of the three criteria that I think about when I'm choosing my tune of Destiny. So that is one, that I really enjoy it. Two, that it contains a lot of common chord progressions that will play out in lots of other jazz standards that I need to work on. And three is the idea that it's not too difficult for me to play, but it's also some challenge in there, right? There's room for growth, right? So now for the next year, my entire job really is just to get really good at playing this one song okay so in other words if i learn uh a two five one lick um let me just come up with one on the spot Uh, let's see i don't know that's something change it again I like that one better right two five one so if I learned that lick maybe I learned that from a solo or maybe I composed it like I just na- did now and let's even say that I'm working on another jazz standard right all together right because I'm still working on track three which is you know Justin said 10 jazz standards if you're one of our inner circle members that's 12 jazz standards right so I'm still working on other jazz standards because they certainly have lessons to teach me. And I learned something great from an etude I learned or a jazz solo, and it was like that. So now I'm going, okay, cool, cool. I really like that. That was really awesome. So let's go back to my tune of Destiny. Let's see. Okay, one, six, two, five. So let's say one six and then let's go right so now i can practice that so i'll put on a backing track or i'll loop those first four bars of my shining hour and go (laughs) i already got it wrong right it's you know we're just doing this live on the podcast here so I'm going to go through my tune of greatness and do that. Also, also there's this other, this 2-5-1 to the 4 chord. Right? I'll apply it to that one too as well, right? And maybe I also learned a minor 2-5-1 chord progression. So a lick in a minor 2-5-1. So just say it's that. Okay, so that's an idea that now I can apply over top of my shining hour, my tune of destiny. Okay, now let's say I'm a guitar player and maybe you're a guitar or a piano player listening and you learn some cool new voice leading ideas from another song you're working on over a one, six, two, five, one chord progression. Let's just say for me, it's this. It's... Right? That's pretty good. So, so that's one, six, two, five, one, right? Not bad. That's a cool new idea that I can now apply to my tune of destiny, right? That cool voice leading idea, comping voice leading idea. 
Um, if you're a bass player, right, and you are working on a bass line, like in our Inner Circle membership, for example, we work we offer uh, bass lines for our jazz standard studies. So you can practice a bass line. Um, even if you're not a bass player, you can practice a bass line. Or you transcribed it, right? Not transcribed it, but learned it by ear off of a recording. And you heard this cool way that Ray Brown played over this, you know, minor two, five, one. And I'm not going to even attempt to try to play a great bass line. I don't write the bass lines, by the way, for our inner circle membership. We have experts doing that. So, you know, then you're applying that concept over your tune of destiny as well, right? So it's like, hey, awesome, I'm over here playing on this other playground over here. Let's go back to the old playground and try my new tricks out, right? That's the tune of destiny, right? So while you're learning like 10 or 12 new jazz standards in one year, you're learning all this new material and, and 100%, you're st- that is still the answer. Every time someone asks me, like, how do I become a better? We had someone ask this um, about a month ago in our live Q&A session for our Inner Circle members. They asked, like, I'm brand new here and what do I need to do as a, I, th- I forgot, what, I think it was a jazz guitar, like as a jazz guitar player to imp- improve my jazz playing. I feel stuck. I, all I, 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 I said a lot of things, but the main thing I said was like, my friend, please just learn a new jazz standard with us every single month. Because again, that to me is the answer. That's, that's Justin's track three, learning, a, learning these new jazz standards, because there's just these new lessons that are going to come up for you time and time again. You're going to explore more harmonic uh, concepts. At the same time, you're going to be seeing familiar ones like the harmonic concepts I've just been talking about. But this added thing of the tune of destiny is like, cool, you're probably not going to become an expert at all 10 or 12 of those jazz standards you're learning this year. But what you are going to become an expert at is your tune of destiny because you're always coming back. And something, again, I want to add on to what Justin said is, you know, even if you're spending five minutes a day on your tune of destiny, right? That's where he's seeing a lot of growth in some of his students, right? That tune of five minutes a day on your tune of destiny, right? Or five minutes for every practice session. I'm sure you can't not, I'm, I can't practice every day. That's for, that's for damn sure. So I know that you probably can't either. If you can, that's amazing. So definitely do that. But the encouraging thing there is that you don't have to spend hours and hours on your tune of destiny. Like you don't have to think of the tune of destiny as like, oh my gosh, already I'm like working on all this stuff and I don't have that much practice time. Now you're asking me, Brent, to add in the tune of destiny. And it's like, well, you know, take a step back for a second. Remember that the tune of destiny doesn't have to, we don't have to spend a ton of time on this because we're working on this for an entire year, at least one year, I think is what Justin said, at least one year. So we have a lot of time to work on this tune of destiny, right? So keep that in mind. And then don't forget that everything else that you're learning is going to help you improve your tune of destiny. And your tune of destiny is going to help improve other aspects of your playing, other jazz standards. All of it is working together. So this is really an exciting concept to me. So the tune of destiny, my call to action for you is based on those three criteria I gave you and the stuff that Justin was talking about, what is your tune of destiny going to be this year? What is your tune of destiny going to be this year, right? And why, right? Make sure you, make sure you have a, a good why to that. And then come up with a plan. How and when am I going to 
implement my tune of destiny to help me grow exponentially as a jazz player this next year. So that by the time I'm done this year, I'm an expert at playing this jazz standard. All right, that's all for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this helpful today. Most importantly, I hope you take action because action is the most important thing that you can do to improve your jazz playing here. All right, by the way, if you need help taking action, you know I'm here to help you. You know that we're here anytime you need us. Go to ljsinnercircle.com or find a link in the description down below. That's our Inner Circle membership. And we'd love for you to check it out and see if it can help you. Again, the main thing that we do is we learn a new jazz standard every single month, but we also have courses for pretty much anything that you need to succeed, the tools that you need for improving as a jazz player. Even if you play guitar, piano, bass, trumpet, saxophone, you name it, we have harmonica players, we have ukulele players. Everybody is benefiting from the Inner Circle. So ljsinnercircle.com or in the show notes. All right, my friends, we're going to be coming out with another great episode of the podcast next week. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any of them. Happy practicing and cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS podcast brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.